Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Kofi listening to Mad Love. So I just want to say that when I say all the time that I love the NFL, but the business part of it could make me hate it, the owners, uh, what Brian Flores is doing, that head coach that's suing uh, the league uh, for discrimination, that's what I'm talking about. It's exactly what I'm talking about. I hate that the owners just rip teams away and move them. They don't care about the fan base. They only care about the money. You're talking about 32 billionaires, basically, who run all the teams, right? Every team has a billionaire owner. And not all of them are great. Not Most of them are old. And, uh, you know, the guy who was trying to bribe Brian Flores to lose, he's 80 years old. Listen, I deal with an octogenarian every day. They're they're not always razor sharp. They're not always, you know, they're not all Warren Buffett. Some of them just talk out of their ass. You know, and this dude is old, white, and privileged. I'm sure he says a lot of inappropriate things. And so, you know, I don't know. I don't I don't know them. I can only glean stuff from the lawsuit. But I don't think Brian Flores is wrong. There does need to be a change. I say it every year, that Rooney rule, it's nice, but it's just, you know, they just get these people in. Oh, I interviewed the black guy to satisfy the Rooney rule, but I'm really going to hire someone up. And I get it. There's only 32 head coaching jobs. It's not a lot of jobs. But you can't tell me that Brian Flores isn't one of the top candidates. And kudos to uh, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, not Colin Kaepernick, I would never say kudos to him, to Colin Cowherd, because he, on his show yesterday, was very thoughtful and articulated what I think a lot of media types don't want to articulate, which is this game that we love, this league that we have followed for 40 years, is flawed. They get some things right, but the fact that there are no black owners, there's no black, hardly any black general managers, there's hardly any black coaches. There's one black coach in a sport that's predominantly black. So listen, I'm not saying that I think they should give somebody the job just because they're black. I would never say that. But if that candidate is one of the better candidates, don't not give him the job because he's black. See what I'm saying? You get the feeling they just want to hire who they know and who they trust. And it's a big splashy name. And, you know, they want to hire the person that reminds them of someone they're comfortable with. And when you've got mostly older white men, they are mostly comfortable with younger white men that remind them of themselves. It is a racial bias. And I think because it's the same thing that kept so many teams from having a black quarterback. You can't tell it now, but if you've watched uh, football for longer than 20 years, you know how hard it was to get a black quarterback. When I was a kid, there was a guy in Chicago called named Vince Evans. And then after Vince Evans, it took a long time uh, to get to Randall Cunningham and uh, Warren Moon. And it, you, they were disparate. You could just be like, oh, okay, here's a guy here, here's a guy there. But it wasn't like it is today. Mahomes and uh, Lamar Jackson and you know on down the line they just the fact that we can even talk about black quarterbacks in abundance is a new thing 
it's a within the last 10 to 15 year thing. Um, and so the league did everything in their power. It looked like for a long time to not even, they kept saying that no, black quarterbacks were not smart enough to, 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 uh, run the team they weren't smart enough to understand the sophisticated offenses I mean which in and of itself is offensive that's a super offensive thing to say so I feel like now they don't want the NBA uh, the NFL to become the NFL the NBA I'm saying that all wrong they don't want the NFL to look like the NBA basically which is if we keep these stronghold coaching positions then you know we won't have majority black coaches, which is obviously what they don't want because the black coaches that they fired, some of them were really, really good. Brian Flores is one of them. He took a team that was a wreck and made it competitive. And I love Mike Tomlin. You know, he should not be the only black head coach. And we all know it. Eric Bieniemy, any other coordinator with that kind of success would already have been offered a head coaching position. Why wasn't he offered the San, uh, the San Diego job, or I'm sorry, the L.A. Charger job? I think he played for the Chargers, if I recall correctly. I just don't understand this. And so I'm with Brian Flores. It needs to be uh, examined. And I don't think what Colin Kaepernick was doing, I think he conflated a lot of issues, basically the end of his career, because people caught up with him. Um, and this lawsuit helps him because if he really did want to expose something about the NFL, this is the lawsuit to file because, you know, nobody was discriminating against him, in my opinion, because he was kneeling. They were discriminating because he was kneeling and he wasn't the same quarterback he was when he entered the league. I guarantee you this, these people sign murderers. If they think they can win with you, they will sign you. So we'll see. But I think Brian Flores is on to something. And like I said, it's this plantation mentality. Uh, it's not exactly uh, a bastion of women. There, You don't see a lot of female executives. You know, there are a lot of women who love uh, football. And you're trying to tell me that, I mean, and I think it was a big deal when Pam Oliver was allowed to be on the sideline. Yes, they had Jane Kennedy many, many years ago, but she was just like a pretty face. But now you see a lot of women covering football. I just, I mean, I just don't understand it. There are a lot of things wrong with the league. There are a lot of things they do right, but there are a lot of things that they do wrong. And it's the business side of the league that's going to kill it. It's just going to kill it. So anyway, I was just talking to one of my friends. Um, and he's so fascinating to me. Uh, I guess, you know just so we can be clear we used to date but now we're just friends and he is just hilarious to me and I'm gonna have him on the podcast so uh be ready (laughs) he's an experience um other than that we're snowed in we've had a couple snow days here in St. Louis uh I'm a little over it I'm quite ready to be a snowbird I'm ready to be that person that comes back just in March just as the, the winter weather heads out um you know, this is just not what I like. So anyway, stay warm if you're in one of these zones like we are. And uh, yeah, what do you guys think? I mean, you don't have to, to follow the NFL to be passionate about this issue. And and you guys know me. If you listen to this podcast, you know I don't see racism everywhere. 
It is not the boogeyman to me. But when I see it, it's quite pronounced. And I think in this instance, it is. I mean, the text exchange that he had with Bill Belichick, it... I've been, I've seen sham interviews. I've been a part of sham interviews. There's nothing fun about it. There's nothing fun about a company that puts out a one ad and then they know who they're going to hire, but they have all these people come in thinking they're going to, they, they have a shot at the job and they never did. I've participated in sham interviews. I've seen sham interviews. I've worked at places where I knew the job wasn't really open, but they put the ad up and all these people come in with their hopes up. It's humiliating. Flores wasn't wrong. It's humiliating and demoralizing. And it just sucks. And I just wish people were better. We can be better humans. We really can be. And it's just time. All these all these bad actors are being dragged out into the light. You know, you look at this Playboy thing on A&E. And it's not that I ever thought that Hugh Hefner was the bastion of, uh, you know, good citizenship or anything but it's not shocking that he you know was giving people uh, quaaludes and raping them you know that's that's not shocking the shocking thing is that it's taken this long for people to start talking about it good grief be better do better all right have an amazing snow day if you're in st louis be your best be safe thank you for listening continue to subscribe Made some big strides yesterday with the with the company. Looking forward to coming out of February with some real progress made. So thank you so much for all of your support. Continue to be there for me. I, I thank you. You could be listening to anybody, but you spend these 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes with me. You're rock stars. I appreciate you. Be your best. <laughs>